This episode is brought to you by Gen Z Slang. Talking to your kids can be so frustrating, annoying, and downright confusing. Y'all, I don't understand half the words that come out of my kids' mouths. But here at the Kim Gravel Show, we've spent over a thousand hours researching cutting-edge language trends. So now you'll be able to understand what the heck your kids are talking about. I have it all right here. Slaps means cool. Riz means charisma. It's sending me is the new laugh out loud, the new LOL. Delulu means delusional. That sounds about right. And sus means suspicious. Oh, Lord, I'm confused right now. My brain is at brain. <laughs> that means I'm confused. And I don't, don't even get me started on the emoji, y'all. Okay? Y'all, I find this all very sus. Because these kids are Delulu. And my brain isn't braining on any of this. So let's just start the show. And by the way, y'all are real. This is the Cumberbell Show. Y'all, Jamie Kern Lima is here. 80% of women do not believe they're enough. And I think that's low. My self-doubt was so loud. Tell me how you fought back those insecurities. And when we don't believe we're enough, here's how it shows up in our lives. You got to say that again and do it slow because that's deep. For 40 years, I was waiting on my weight. So see, there are good things that come out of junk foods. Here's what's wild, Kim. I'm going to jump out of my chair right now. This is not going to make any sense. You really want me to be really, really honest. Total, 1,000% raw. This week, I have a great show for you. I'm so excited because my dear friend, Jamie Kern Lima, is here. And she has a brand new book that just came out last week. And I cannot wait to talk about it with her. It's called Worthy, How to Believe You Are Enough and Transform Your Life. Before we get to Jamie, I want to say that it's so important to me that you watching and listening right now feel like you're part of the show and part of this love who you are community that I'm building. Y'all, it's so powerful. So this week, I'm doing a listener rapid fire question where you'll have a chance to answer a question. Mm -hmm. I'm putting you in the hot seat. And after the interview, I have an inspiring listener voicemail that I want to share with you because I want to hear from you. So you call us. You message us and tell me about what you love about who you are. That's all I want you to do. Let me know what you love about who you are. But before we get to all that, I need to introduce my powerhouse guest. She is the founder of It Cosmetics, a billion-dollar brand that she started in her living room. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She has a new podcast coming out, a new book coming out, and she is busier than all get up. I'm telling you, welcome to the Kim Gravel Show. Jamie Kern Lima, Jamie Kern Lima. I love okay. <laughs> I am so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Kim. <laughs> I am so excited. I have been waiting for this, Jamie. I think we've been trying to connect and be on this podcast for over a couple of years. And I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited about your book. But can we, let's rewind a hot minute because you started It Cosmetics. I know you from It Cosmetics because I used to watch QVC before I was even on QVC. I bought Mm. It Cosmetics back in the day, girl. And you started in your living room. And I love this story. How did you have the confidence or the belief in yourself enough to even start it? Oh, my goodness. Well, for a long time, I didn't, right? For a long time, I had way more self-doubt 
that I had self-belief and, you know, it's, it's for anyone who is listening to you and me right now, who's like, Oh, I have this idea, or maybe they want to put their art out into the world, or they want to get on the dating app or they like, don't let your Mm. doubt, doubt yourself out of your own destiny. (laughs) Because for me, Kim, like most of my life, I mean, a lot of people, maybe if, if they know of the story of it cosmetics, or if they read kind of what the press shares, which is like Denny's waitress builds billion dollar company. It's easy to think like, oh, uh, that person must just be so confident. It must've just been easy, but it was really, uh, what a lot of people don't know. I know, you know, this is my friend, but a lot of people don't know that the journey was just filled with hundreds and hundreds of no's and rejection along the way. And then for me, from the time I had the idea for it, cosmetics, it actually started in a big season of setback and self-doubt in my life. And what I know and believe is that so often our setbacks, even though they suck and they don't make sense at the time and they're painful and we never want to go through them. So often our setbacks are actually God's setups, you know, right. For what we're called to do or for what or for some strength we're supposed to build so that we can carry the weight of our success later. And, but I was, I was anchoring the news and, and, and had worked all the jobs to get there. And I thought one day I'm going to host a talk show. That was my lifelong dream since the time I was a little girl. So I had done all the jobs, waitressing, bagging groceries, trying to, you know, make it to, to, uh, to, to school and eventually was in small market news, moved my way up. And I was anchoring the news in Portland, Oregon. And, you know, I have hereditary rosacea. I'd always, uh, I tried everything for it. Nothing worked, went to all the dermatologists and I'd always been able to cover it up and it wasn't a big deal. And there was one day on the news, I was anchoring live and the makeup would not cover it Mm. and nothing would work. And so, uh, I remember, uh, spending my whole paycheck at the time, just trying to find anything that could work. And I remember having this moment, this moment, this gut feeling, and maybe people listening to you and me right now can relate to this. I had this moment where I was like, what if I could do this? What if I'm supposed to, you know, figure out how to, and it was almost this gut feeling or this knowing or this whisper, the still small voice. It's like, you know, that that I had this idea. What if I could create a makeup brand that worked for me? But then Kim, my self-doubt was so loud. Mm -hmm. Uh, My thoughts, right? All of our thoughts in our head are are self-doubt. That is not who we are, but we all often have this self-doubt. And and I actually talked myself out of doing it for the longest time because even though I had this gut feeling, like, what if I should do this, right? And for everyone listening, it might be a different feeling you have about something in your life. What if I should try this? My head was like, oh, but Jamie, you got no money. You have no connections. You're not qualified. You don't know anyone in the beauty industry. And I sat in that place between my intuition or my knowing, or when I get pray and I hear God, that's where I hear it. My intuition, Mm, like telling me Mm. I should do it, but my head telling me I should not. And I almost, almost doubted myself out of this too. Uh, It wasn't until one day when I had this deep kind of moment of grace where I realized that if I could launch a brand, you know, that, that my whole life seeing ads for the last 40 years. Uh, I love the beauty ads I'd always seen on commercials and in magazines, but they always kind of made me feel like I wasn't enough. And I never saw women that looked like me with skin challenges. And so I had this kind of moment of grace where I was like, well, maybe it's not about 
figuring out just how to make a good product? What if, you know, I could do it and try to stand for something bigger? What if I could show my rosacea on TV and put women of every age and shape and size and skin tone and skin challenges models and call them beautiful and mean it? And my bigger God-sized dream was, what if I could do something to help shift the definition of beauty in the whole beauty industry for, for every little girl out there who's about to see those, you know, magazine ads and start doubting herself and every grown woman yeah. who still does. And that was the moment I decided to go for it. And, um, didn't know how hard it was going to be. Didn't know it would be years and years and years and years <laughs> and years of rejections. But that was the moment I decided to trust that knowing instead of trusting all the no's I was telling myself in my own head. So, yeah, I think, well, that, this I think is, those are the moments that change our life when we learn how to trust ourselves. And I think especially as women, we often don't we often don't trust ourselves. You're speaking, you're preaching to the choir here because I totally <laughs> can relate to everything you're saying. But I love how you have maintained, Jamie, the same messaging. You can tell this is who you are at your core, at your center, at your deepest part of who you are, because this message of worthy that you're talking about, I, you know, I've read, believe it. I've got it highlighted. I've got it dog-eared the whole nine yards. That, that was such a brilliant st- way to talk about believing. But now you're talking about this worthiness. I think really this is going to be your biggest book ever, because I think it's been threaded throughout your entire messaging, even with it cosmetics is, is, is being, what does worthy mean? What do you mean by we are worthy? Ah, yes. Okay. So Kim, this is the thing for me. I, most of my entire life, I believe the lie that if I could just achieve enough, Mm -hmm. then I would finally feel enough. Right. And I spent decades of my life thinking, right. right? And, 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 and what I realized is that our self-worth underneath it all, our self-worth is our ceiling. Our self-worth is our ceiling to almost everything because in our relationships and our friendships and our businesses and our goals and dreams, like we don't become what we want. We become what we believe we're worthy of. I love and, that. Say that right? again, Jamie, you got to yeah. say that again and do it slow. Cause that's deep. That's deep, deep, girl. Yeah, just for every person listening in your friendships, in your relationships, in your hopes and dreams, in Mm. your businesses, in all of it, in our lives, we we don't become what we want. We become what we believe we're worthy of. And and when I say our self-worth is our ceiling, what that means is, and and I'll just break it down for a minute, because here's what's wild, Kim. I'm going to jump out of my chair right now. Do it. No, if someone's listening and they're like, well, I don't, f- I always feel like I'm, a, I'm not enough, but I think I'm alone in that. Oh, uh-uh. 80% of women do not believe they're enough. 80%. And I think that's low. I think that's mm, low, Jamie. I think you're right. I, seriously. Okay. <laughs> you think it's I'm higher, serious. Right? <laughs> I think it's a lot higher than that. It's, it's, and it's this, when we believe we are not enough, it is a lie it is a lie. And, it is. and why I wrote Worthy is it's not about learning all these new things. It's about how do you unlearn the lies that lead to self-doubt and then sort of ignite those truths that wake up worthiness. Because what I learned through believing the lie, if I just get this next goal or dream, then I'll finally feel enough. You know, and 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 just for everyone listening to kind of put it in perspective in your own life, it's like if you've ever had one of those big goals or dreams and thought, once I finally get that, 
then I'm going to be happy. Then I'm going to be fulfilled. Then I'm going to feel enough. And for some people that might be once I get the relationship or, or the marriage or the, the kids or the white picket fence. Oh Lord, that's not going to happen. (laughs) The six, the six pack abs, the, the, the goal weights, the fitness goal, the, you know, the business hitting a certain threshold, the amount of fame, whatever it is, right? A certain job title or a certain dream job. And, and for most of us that, We've worked really, really hard, and a lot of us have this experience where we actually get that thing. Maybe it it took decades, but we actually get that job title or whatever it might be. We actually, you know, uh, uh, and 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 we we get on television, whatever it is, hit a certain social media following, whatever it might be, we get it, and then we're happy for a minute, and before we know it, we're back to feeling like something's missing, and like we're not enough, and so. Our solution, this was me most of my life. My solution was I've just got to work harder. I got to achieve the next thing and the next level and the next level. Okay. But in that journey, I was building three things that are very important in life. I was building my confidence, which is yep. so important. So important. Know. So important. I was growing, which is so important. If you know, there's that famous saying, if we're not growing, we're dying. And growing can look like growing in your faith or growing in your a new skill set. Or so I was growing and, and I was contributing to something bigger than myself. And those three things are great. But none of those actually build your self-worth, which is different. And 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 our self-worth is that deep internal just knowing and belief that we are worthy of love and belonging exactly as we are, not as our past mistakes or failures or regrets, not as whatever our current self-perceived inadequacies are, not as our successes, and but exactly as we are. And our self-worth is our ceiling. And so what that means is for, for, you know, if, if, and this was me most of my life, I was achieving stuff on the outside world that looked good, Mm -hmm. but inside I did not believe I was enough. And when we don't believe we are enough, here's how it shows up in our lives. We could be crushing it in one area. We could be, you know, super mom of the year. We could be doing great in our job. We could be so social and have a lot of friends. We could be hitting our fitness goals, but when underneath it all, we don't believe we're enough. It'll show up in certain areas of our life in in usually one of three ways. Either we are stuck, we feel stuck in an area and we don't know why. We we maybe we have like we think that we want to share our story with the world and write a book. We want we know we have a book inside right. of us, but we haven't written it and we don't know why. Or we want to find a life partner, but we haven't gotten on the dating app or we haven't gone out in public or socialized or and and we tell ourselves stories like, oh, I just need more skill sets, more experience. Right. When really for a lot of us, the underlying thing is we deep down inside don't believe we're worthy of the thing. So we stay stuck and we don't know why. And that is a big thing. But Jamie, let me ask you something. Do you think, because my mind is going firing on all cylinders <laughs> yeah, no, right I'm now so hearing you talk. Up. I'm like I love it. So I fast. love it. No, because I totally, <laughs> I told, you know, I resonate with everything you say. But is it. Does fear, is it fear that holds us back of thinking we're not worthy? What is the thing that stops us from knowing? Because 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 I, I think I think don't you think deep down we know there's more we got to or we wouldn't be doubting that we were. Does that make yes. sense? Am I, it it, does do you understand sense. what I'm saying? 
Okay. Yes. Yes. So, so fear absolutely of the meaning we're attaching to things. Like, That's right. Like, right. Yes. Right. Yes. And we, we believe these lies that we do. Uh, uh, I go into all of these lies and worthy the book that I've had to unlearn in my life mm. to learn to believe I'm worthy, right? So, 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 you know, for anyone listening right now, like, give me a couple lies, of them. Give me a couple yes, of them. Yes, yes. Here's a few. Your weight determines your worth, and I should wait on my weight to live my best life. Okay, that you just stepped me. on my toes. You just stepped on my toes. Kim, for 40 years, I was I know, girl. waiting on my weight. To, and by the way, this is not even a chapter about weight because it does not matter what your weight is. But so many of us, right? We 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 wait. We hide in the back of the photo. We decline the invitation ah. to the reunion. We don't wear the swimsuit. This was me most of my entire life, and I talk yeah. about how to unlearn that lie because when we start thinking about what has waiting on our weight already cost us in our lives. The pain of that is usually far, far more dreadful than whatever judgment we think we're going to get if we stop waiting on our weight to fully put ourselves out there. So that's one of the lies. Another lie, uh, I should only be seen when I'm happy. A lot of us hide who we truly are. We hide what we really feel. We show up in the world as our representative thinking that's what's going to get us love or approval. I do it. I do it. Yeah. And, and we, and on the days when we're just like feeling not that way, not happy, we hide how we are. And every time, by the way, this would be fun to talk about with you later if you want to, but because over the decade, like, like, oh my gosh, all the years I was doing shows on QVC and meeting tens of thousands <laughs> of entrepreneurs and right. watching the very few who make it. Um, I want to It's talk hard, about girl. If, if you want to. It's hard. Yeah. No, it's hard. Let's talk about it because it's hard. There's 20 lies in here to unlearn because they're big, right? If I'm me, I won't be loved. The lie mm. that I don't deserve better in friendships or relationships, so I should just settle. There's so many lies. We'll be right back with more Jamie Kern Lima after a short break. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors ready-to-eat meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, t- tell me, 
tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or a specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is as good as she thinks. ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. ZocDoc will show you top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim. ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. It's hard to be a woman in business, you know this, yeah. especially have built what you have built against against a lot of like like you said a lot of rejection. How do you think that we don't step into our destiny or step into our self-worth and really realize that because of rejection? Mm. I, you know, I it, because it, speak to that Jamie because rejection yeah. is inevitable. Yes. That's what I tell my kids. Yes. I'm like, girl, dude, you're going to be rejected. So you might as well go ahead and accept that. Is yes. it how you handle it? Tell me how you fought back those insecurities and those feelings of worth. Best question ever. Uh, because it's a good one. Fear, what you say about fear, it? Fear of rejection and fear of failure. Oh my gosh. And what the, is it, the, girl? The meaning we assign to those things. And by the way, when we get rejected or failed, it can shake our confidence, which is a big deal. But when mm. we start to believe we're a failure or mm. we're a reject, that is when it takes root at an identity level. And that's when it just takes root in your self-worth. So in the book, Worthy, there is chapter two. And this actually, Kim, you'll you'll understand this as a fellow author. Uh, I wrote a whole other book called When You Change Your Relationship with Rejection, You Change Your Life. And that was going to be my third book. I did not want to wait two and a half years to put that one out later. No. So it's now Inside Worthy as chapter Good. two. There's Good. literally Good. a book Inside Worthy as chapter two. Um, okay, this is big. This is big. And and if you want me to, I will I will break it down at a granular level on your show break it down. so that people break can it down. Like apply it to their life right now. Okay. For anyone who has you know, a fear of rejection or failure, or you have past rejections or failures mm -hmm. that are still sticking to you, even if you know it or not, like lead balloons on your wings when you're trying to fly, right? Uh, okay. So 
uh, I go through in, in, in chapter two called change relationship with rejection, change your life, um, inside worthy, uh, that the four R's and this framework of the four R's on how to completely change your relationship with rejection. Now, here's the thing as human beings, every one of us as human beings, we want to avoid pain at all costs. It's why for a lot of us, we know if we go to the gym, we're going to eventually have better, (laughs) you know, health scores. We're going to eventually feel better. But the pain of working out on that treadmill will keep me personally away from that gym all the time. We are so wired, right, to avoid pain at all costs. And so when we attach a painful meaning to uh, potential rejection or fear, we will not go for the thing. We will stay stuck. Mm-mm. We will, you know, all of that because we want to avoid pain. We're going to go through the four R's if you're down for okay. it. Are you, are you up for it together? I, I've, got my, I've got my pen and paper. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got it. Okay. So every person listening to me right now, uh, you can go through this with us. Okay. So, uh, so this is going to be really powerful. Um, and I'm going to explain, Kim, how, also how I use this to get through Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rejections and no's. We were teetering on, a lot of people know this, we were teetering on bankruptcy for years at It Cosmetics. Mm. QVC, which is my heart and soul and it is. the best thing that ever happened at It Cosmetics. Even QVC had said year, no for a number of years and same with wow. all the retail stores. And a lot of times when we get one no or five no's or 20 no's, we give up. We think our intuition must be wrong. We think we don't have what it takes. We think the rejection is some indication of our potential or what's going to happen. And, 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 and so we quit. And oftentimes it's not. If your gut feeling and your knowing is telling you you are supposed to be doing something and you're supposed to be going for it, you have to change your relationship with rejection and failure in order to trust your gut and keep going. Okay. So here's how we're going to do it. So First, to start it off with a question. This is for for you, for me, for everyone listening right now. Imagine Mm -hmm. yourself getting rejected or failing at something without thinking about this uh, too hard. Just imagine it getting rejected and what that feels like or failing at something. And what's the first thought that goes through your head? The very first thought. For For me, me, you would because I can can answer it. Yeah. Here we go again. Here it goes again. Here, Here we go again. again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, most of my life, it's, yep, there's proof I'm not enough. Okay, proof, girl. Yep, proof I'm not enough. I once asked this to a room of CEOs at this business conference, and they got really vulnerable. People started mm, crying. I was not I'm expecting sure. that. Answers coming out were like, oh, I should have never tried. I'm mm. stupid. I'm a loser. I don't have what it takes. Things like that never happened to people like me. What was I even thinking going for it? What I just shared, oh yeah, there's proof I'm not enough. What Kim just shared, yep, here we go again. But for you listening, that first thought you just had, okay, that is your current definition of rejection or failure. Your current definition. And for some of us, we have multiple, right? For me, it's like, oh, yep, there's proof I'm not enough or, uh, you know, uh, I'm not smart enough. Uh, I don't have all these things, right, that we tell ourselves. Now, for most of us, for most of us, that current definition is so painful that we want to avoid it at all costs, right? So we don't go for it. But when you change your definition, when you change it, which you can do, 
it can mm-hmm. change everything because everything in life is just the meaning we attach to things. To it. The first R is reveal, which is what we okay. just did. We revealed our current definition of rejection and failure. And the second R is to redefine it. Yes. Redefine it. And when we do it, it has to be a definition you believe to be true. It cannot be one that just sounds good. And here's how this happened for me, Kim, in my life. And it actually had to do with QVC. I was in this season of hundreds and hundreds of no's. I did not know how It Cosmetics was going to make it. And I got a really painful no from QVC. And it was Mm. painful only because I wanted it to happen so bad. I had this vision of being on QVC, showing real women, connecting with that person at home. Like I felt it. Like I knew it was going to happen. You knew. You knew. Right? I knew. And then I got another no. And I was like, I don't know. And I just remember I was crying under my covers, not knowing how my business was going to make it. And I decided to Google every person that I could think of that had ever built a really great successful company or had, you know, uh, helped move humanity forward in some way or helped, you know, uh, uh, was an incredible thought leader or an icon or a titan. And I just started reading all their stories. And what Mm. I realized is every single one of them, every single one of them has gone through countless rejections and failures. They're just the brave ones willing to keep going anyway. And that day, crying under my covers, I wrote in my journal, after I just got another note from QVC, I wrote in my journal, rejection does not mean I'm not enough, which is what I had told myself forever. Rejection means this is a victory. I am one of the brave ones willing to go for it anyway. I am not going to sit my, you know, spend my life on the sidelines living in regret thinking what could have happened. I, this, this rejection's a victory. It's a reminder. I'm one of the brave ones. And I know that in my gut to be true. I believe that to be true. And so that at that day became my new definition. And then I started building a toolbox of new definitions that I believe to be true. And every time I would get another no, another rejection, uh, I would put a product out there and nobody bought it. <laughs> like all the times that would happen, I would be tempted to think, oh yeah, there's proof I'm not enough. That's my old definition. I will intercept it, replace it with that new one, right? One of my favorite ones, rejections, God's protection. Amen. Right? Re- re- rejections, I'm putting Amen. in the reps. I'm putting in the reps. I'm one step closer. And I started building these, 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 uh, this, this toolbox of new definitions. And then I committed to literally deciding the meaning I attached to rejection when it happened so that I didn't, I didn't assign a pain to it. I literally retrained myself to believe. It empowered you. Yes. Yes. And I started embracing it. I know that just sounds wild because, you know, I get it. Yeah. And then the third R is my favorite. This one's a little deep, Um, but a lot of us are hanging on to past rejections and failures and we're letting them take root. We're letting, we're, Mm. we're, and for some people it happened on the school playground when they were in sports years ago, years ago for other people. It's that guy that broke their heart and shattered it to pieces and told them they're not enough, or it's the job they wanted so bad that didn't see their value, no matter what they did, or it, it, you know, the per, the friend that did not invite you to the party and it still hurts your feelings that you felt like you were, I mean, there's so many examples of this where we, where we're holding on to past rejections 
and uh, and they're taking root in our identity. Root. And so third step is to revisit. And a lot of times we don't even know we're doing this, but when we revisit past rejections and then reveal what is the meaning we're assigning to those and then redefine it, go through steps one and two, it can change everything. And, everything. Uh, you know, two really quick examples. I was adopted and was, uh, my parents worked so much growing up. I was always alone. And I always had the story. I told myself that I was abandoned, um, or unwanted. And, uh, and it came out in a lot of areas of my life. Like I stayed in unhealthy relationships with guys I was dating like way too long because I didn't want to abandon them. And then later, Kim, like a lot of people don't know this, but we have, you know, we built over a thousand employees at cosmetics and huge what I I have, I think I did a lot well and I also did a lot wrong. And one of the, my, my biggest um, things I did wrong was I would not fire people soon enough who actually uh-huh. really merited really it. Need it. Right, right. Yeah. Needed it. <laughs> because I didn't want to abandon them. And I went through this process and I realized, I went through this process and realized I was assigning this meaning that I was unwanted or rejected or abandoned. And I realized that mm. and I redefined it and was like, oh, actually my birth mom and dad were together one time ever, then never again. Like God chose me to chose come into you. this world. My birth mom, her life would have been way easier had she not had me, but she chose to have me. And then my parents who raised me chose me. I'm like, I'm not unwanted. You're chosen, baby. I'm chosen. I'm chosen. And it has changed every part of my life. Believing, I believe that. And it has changed everything. Mm. My all-time favorite one, in case someone needs this in their life today, for anyone who has had someone not see their value, Hmm. Or 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 pull the rug out from underneath them, or betray their trust, or not love them the way that they needed, or not include yes. them, or invite them, and it may be something recent, it may be something from from decades ago. I will look at, I will, I will intentionally look at those situations, and I will literally redefine them this way. I, and I believe it. I will, I will, Kim. I will imagine God saying to me, "Oh." You weren't rejected. I hid your value from them because they're not assigned to your destiny. Right. And I will believe it. And so the people that, you know, along the way that didn't believe it, cosmetics would make it. Like we had one investor that was, it was the most painful no I've ever had where he thought women went by makeup from someone who looked like me with my body and my weight. Lord have mercy. All these situations. But what I know is I believe this to my core, even if it's simple things like the friend that you're trying so hard to make new friends as an adult and you don't know why you're not included with that person. It could be any of these situations. Right. I believe God will block our value from people who are not assigned to our destiny. And believing these new definitions, which I go in the book worthy on how to do this, they will fundamentally, what they do is they they make that fear of rejection and failure go away. They they make, you know, when rejection and failure happens, the worst case is it can shake your confidence for a minute, but you redefine it. But what it does is it does not let them take root in your identity so Mm-mm. that you're not tempted to think I am a reject or a failure. And so no. it's one of many tools. It's one of many tools in the book worthy on like how, because my first book, Believe It, was really my journey of learning yes. to myself. Yes. Worthy is like, the playbook on how, how to, to you how to you exactly yeah. exactly the fourth r is revel in the fact that you are fearless about rejection and failure because i'm telling you rejection fear failure self doubt will will kill more dreams 
than almost anything else. <laughs> almost I'm going to tell you else. something, Jamie. You are made for podcasting. I cannot wait to subscribe to your new podcast. When is oh. it coming out? You have so oh much inspiration gosh. to share, girl. I'm telling you. Thank you so much. People this need these messages. Thank you, Kim. It, so yeah, it's called the Jamie Kern Lima Show. And, I can't wait. Uh, and you can subscribe. When is it coming you get out? Podcasts. Yeah, it's not out yet, but it will be uh, uh, in March. In March. March. So yes, we're a few weeks from it. Subscribe to get like the first episode. And there's going to be a sneak peek episode now that you'll get first if you if you head over there. So yeah, anywhere podcasts, you get your podcast or you've YouTube. got to. You've got, yeah. you're going to kill it. I'm telling you, this is your talk show, baby. This is uh, God bring. Okay. All right. I so we, before, you. before I let you go, I love you too. I'm, I'm just, I can't wait to get the book. I've wrote down the four R's. You got to get it. But before you leave, I do this with every guest. I do what I call rapid fire. Rapid fire questions. Don't think about it. What comes okay. up comes out. Okay. Okay. The okay. most surreal moment I had living next door to Oprah was blank. <laughs> okay, girl. The moment she drove over on a golf cart and, uh, and agreed to be my first guest on the Jamie Kern Lima show. Jamie, did she bring you anything from the garden or nothing? She just she just came over. <laughs> what is she? Actually, she brought a blanket. She brought a blanket the first time she came over. Yeah, yeah. I love blankets. I love a great blanket. I love a great mug. Okay, Jamie. Tell Oprah she's got another thing in me. Okay, here we go. If you only had one year to live... I would. I would snuggle my babies. Yes, you would. I would snuggle my babies and oh, I would snuggle my babies. That's it. I would do a better job of noticing the beauty all around us. Amen. And I would stay home more. I would stay home more. Yes, me too. I, I would in the bed, snuggled up with the kids. With your I love Oprah it. blanket, yeah. With, with your, your Oprah, Oprah blanket. Oprah blanket. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately gain my respect if you blank. Stand up for someone else who cannot stand up for themselves. Oh, good one. Agreed. I agree with you on that. The one piece of advice I would give to a listener who wants to start a business in her living room is blank. Oh. Okay. If you Y'all listen know, up. if you know in your gut this is what you're Let's supposed go. to be doing, Let's go. Your your knowing is going to be more powerful than any of the knows you're about to get and the no I do not know a single person who has started a business who has lasted and not gotten a whole bunch of knows. And knowing how to pray, get still, meditate, whatever that looks like for you and and learning how to hear your own knowing and trust it is more powerful. It's it's your compass, it's your north star, it's your guidance and do not let anyone else's doubt about you turn into doubt in your own head and Mm-mm. do not think you're alone in that doubt or in the nose. Again, I don't we think we're alone because we go on social media and all we see is people's highlight reels and we think, "Oh, I'm the only one who my business is not getting traction or I put my art out there and no one's buying it or I put my ideas and no one click like or I mean, it was years, Kim, before, years and years before anybody knew it cosmetics existed, but it was a lot of no's. And I just, I think a lot of people aren't prepared for that because especially with technology, things look like they happen fast. Instant. People, yeah, they do. Right? They don't. Instant. They don't have People think they get famous quick. They build businesses quick. They're somehow no. successful quick. And I would prioritize, I would, I would know that. And I would also prioritize cash over flash. And that is hard to do. But we were so unglamorous for the longest time. We were not cool for the longest time. 
but we stayed not going bankrupt barely for the longest time because we prioritized that. You were, you had um, substance. You had substance. Yeah. 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 Oh, I could go on this. I, we can talk about this for Okay. Hours. Okay. I got to get, I got to get this. I know, oh but, you, but you okay, got a hard sorry. out and I want, I want to ask you this. This is fun. Okay. My okay. celebrity crush is blank. Okay. Jamie. Woo. I know. Just keep it real. 100. Just blam. First guy, first person comes up and comes out. Who is it? This is not going to make any sense. You really want me to be really, really honest. Total. 1000% raw. Let me just preface this by saying okay, go ahead, go I am ahead. happily married. <laughs> I have, I have only dated men my entire life. And my first answer was Angel- Angelina Jolie was my first my first. She's thought. hot. No, no, a celebrity, a crush is, come on. That has nothing yeah. to do, you know, yeah. that's who you look up to. She's hot. She's hot, she's hot. for a reason. She, she's <laughs> hot. That was hot. the first thought. I'm like, you want me to be honest? But can't be honest with because she, because she, <laughs> she gives back, like you, you have the same heart. I get it. Hmm. Now, this week, I have a very special audience fill in the blank question that I want you, our listeners, to answer. I want you to be a part of the show. And I think this is going to be really, really fun, y'all. So if you're on a platform that allows comments, then drop a comment with your answer. Or if you're on QVC Plus or Apple, then head on over to KimGravelShow.com and send me a comment with your answer to this question. Fill in the blank, y'all. My guilty pleasure is blank. Yeah, I have so many of them. I want you to make that comment anywhere you listen to the podcast. Make the comment. And who knows? We might be reading your comments on air. Kim, what's your guilty pleasure? Real fast. Chocolate cake, massages, facials, shopping, packages <laughs> coming to my door from UPS. Shall I go on? Okay, 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 okay. Just one question. Just one answer, y'all. One answer. <laughs> it's really not a pleasure if it doesn't make you a little bit guilty, y'all. Woo! Just saying. <laughs> okay, here we go. My, this, I hope this is easy, too, because it is for me. My favorite junk food is blank. Woo! Okay. Oh, gosh. All Come of it. on. I and I downed, want a sweet and a salty. I want a sweet and a salty. Okay. Uh-huh. I downed, okay. like, I'm not even, this is embarrassing. I downed a, probably a hundred Christmas wrapped Hershey kisses for breakfast. That oh, I do not good? recommend that. I'm just being so oh, honest. <sighs> I'm being so honest. All right. You're um, salty. But that's not normal. Uh, salty. <laughs> um, but that is what happened today. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Salty. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, I love junk. I love junk food. I, I, love, I, I do didn't. too, Amy. I do too. I, I mean, you I and didn't. I could sit down and eat and talk for days. Yes. Yes. Just, yeah. You got to come um, back. You got to come back. Okay. Salty. Uh, everything. I'm a, I'm sweet. So I'm a sweet person. I'm a sweet I too. I love pretzels. I love oh. nachos. Doritos. Just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How uh, about Cheetos. Lay's? Do you, mm-hmm. Have you ever tried the Lay's salted vinegar chips? I have not. Are they good? Okay. Do you want to know Girl, a true story? Um, grab them. We we did this powder blush stain at It Cosmetics, and how we thought of it was one day I was eating Cheetos, and 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 my fingers were stained orange, <laughs> and I'm like, and we didn't launch blush at Cosmetics for years because I was like, years. I'm not launching one unless it's better or different or special. And the in this, I remember Paulo looking at me with these orange stained fingers eating Cheetos. I thought he was judging me, and he knew I was at a product development retreat and we didn't have a blush idea. And he's like, "What if, if Cheetos stain your hands and you can eat them? It's safe. What about a powder blush stain?" That's how we thought of it. So, see, there are good things that come out of junk food. 
even if they're not good for you. <laughs> I'm leaving it right there because there's nothing better than Cheeto stained fingers to do product <laughs> development for a beauty brand. Jamie, listen, you can connect with her on her website, jamiekernlima.com. Follow her on social media at jamiekernlima. Her new book, Worthy, uh, came out last week, How to Believe You Are Enough and Transform Your Life. Uh, it's available right now everywhere books are so Girl, you got to come back. We got to have a follow-up. I would love and, to. And everybody so go much. follow her podcast right now. Okay. Yes, I'm not kidding Jamie you right Kern now. The Jamie Kern Lima show. The Jamie Kern Lima show. It's we should be do huge. a live. You, me, and Mally should do like a live show together. That would be so fun. Call me. You got that my number. Call so me, girl. Fun. I'm there. Yeah, same. Okay, good. I love, love you. you. Thank you. Y'all, after the break, we have a listener rapid fire question and an inspiring listener voicemail just for you. So come on back after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all, this one inspired me. Zach, don't you love it when we get these voicemails, we get these comments? Um, you just gotta, y'all gotta hear it. Take a listen. Take a listen. All right, let's take a listen. Here we go. Hi, Kim. Um, I watch you on QVC and I've just come to love you so much. You're just absolutely make my day whenever I see you. And of course, with your new issue, I was so upset for you. And, and then I'm seeing that you're just, going through with it and fighting it and still being out there. And it just inspires me because I probably would feel so sorry for myself. And I look at you and you are incredibly brave and wonderful. So just want to send mm. along my best and hope that you can get through this pretty soon and it'll be over for you. But until then, know that you are just totally um, held in such regard. So love you, Patty. Ah, oh, Patty, I love you too. But Zach, I, I am, I'm, oh. she's right. It's tough. I mean, but that's what it's all about. I mean, just what Jamie said. I mean, it's it's not about what happens to us. It's really what happens through us. It's, it happens what we do with, with our hardships and our rejections and our failures and our past. And, you know, Patty, I love you, girl. And, um, where else can we go but forward, you know? If this is the worst thing that ever happened. So many other people, Zach, deal with such heartache and disappointment that we all have to just take our pain as pain and whatever we're going through, and we've just got to encourage each other and move forward together. That's what this community is all about. So if you want to be a part of this Love Who You Are community where we are going to um, lift each other up, make everyone... Um, feel like they are worthy. Like Jamie said, we're all so worthy. Uh, this is a place for you. Subscribe to the podcast, share it with other people. Go on the KimGravelShow.com, sign up there, leave comments. Yeah, um, tell someone about it. Just tell someone tell about somebody. it. Tell somebody. Or the call us, Zach. What's the number? What's the number? Yeah. And Or, you know, call us. Leave us a voicemail. We're going to be doing these every episode. I want to hear from listeners every episode. And let me just give you a quick tip because I would say 90% of the voicemails we get are just like, 
Kim, you're so great. And I love your clothes and I love your show. And I want to hear oh, wow. more about you. I want to hear what you're going through. Yes, hear about Patty. Yes. What your, you know, how you're getting through it, how you can inspire other people. Like, what is your inspiration? What is your. What's your story? You know, yeah. What's your story? So tell us that. Because, I mean, Kim would love it if I just played, you know, uh, we love no, you, we I love you, love you, Kim. But I love you back. That's all I'm going to say is I love you back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sometimes right, I get tired us. of my. 404. Somet okay. Oh, all right. All right, 404-913-6460. All right, what were you going to say, Kim? I'm sorry, I interrupted I was going to sometimes I get tired of my own self. <laughs> what did I tell you today? I'm tired of talking. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, you started yeah. out by saying, I'm tired of talking and my face hurts. So, are you okay, Kim? How is that going, by the way? I'm Let's good. Get a quick update. I, getting better every day. Getting better every day. Okay, all right. Move forward, y'all, and, and know that you're worthy, like Jamie said. All right, bye, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. I just got more Kim. I just got more Kim in my life. <laughs> I, I, got, I got you big on. The, the funny thing is there's a delay. So when you say doo 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 to me, it's totally mm. off. Like, it's like you're like a second late. It's hilarious. Well, that's the story <laughs> of my life, Zach. I'm always delayed. Second late, a dollar short. All right, let's. Uh, delayed let's healing, delayed everything. Yeah. That I want to share with you because I want to. And after, hold on. And I have an inspiring listener. The Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. Talent Booking by Central Talent Booking. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening. And we love you.